0: Welcome to our No Wig Wednesdays, where we unravel issues from the core. I feel like I'm a pretty cool girl, and I feel like people can kind of talk to me and come to me about anything. And I really want to bring to the forefront a lot of conversations that I be having. Like, I feel like the people that I associate with my associate with are like amazing as well, and they give me a lot of great. Conversation and like outlooks and perspectives that I would never think of. Like, and I feel like I kind of know how to ask the right questions to direct and lead a conversation to where it needs to be. And then if it's going off track, I think I'm pretty good at redirecting it. So, and I've been developing this show for a year. I feel like I've been trying to figure out what I was going to call it, what it was going to be about, what I was going to do, if it was going to be music or if I was going to add music later. Um I've really put a lot of thought into this and um I don't want it to fail. But I am a control freak, so that's why it takes me such a long time to put things out or get things started, you know, because I care so much about what I'm giving to the world and I don't want to give anything bad or or anything that could negatively influence people or I would want to spark conversation. I would want to intrigue people and make them want to do more and say more and ask more questions. Like, I just want to make the world better or just make the world more relaxed, if anything, if I can't make it better. But um, I'm definitely going to try my hardest to do so. And um, that's just a little bit about how this show came to be. Um, And I am your host and your owner, Taylor Simone, the Taylor Simone. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas, if you did not know. (laughs) Period. I love my city. Like, literally, um, I'm a mom. I, I have my own home and I don't live in Houston anymore. I actually live in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm a student. You know, I like to cook. Um, I like to clean sometimes. (laughs) I'm a house girlfriend. I do have a boyfriend and he's also my baby father. So that's an interesting dynamic. I mean, not to say it's rare, but you know, whatever. That's all I got to say on that. that That's a whole episode we could have about solely that. But, um, yeah, that, that's, that's where I'm at with it right now. And, um. I'm kind of just developing a lot of business ideas that I've always wanted to get off the ground, and at this point in time, you know I have the time to do so and I just feel like now's the time, if any um honestly, my grandfather just passed r, r. p papa gilbert um and honestly, in his death and in my 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 the de- de- not not to say a depression over it. But, in me grieving my grandfather's death, it has really sent my mind into a whirlwind, and i just I'm constantly thinking about things in life and what I want and what I have, and what I feel like needs to get better and what I need to tap into and fix or or what I need to cut off or cut out of my life and um it just really put a fire under my 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 butt to get off my butt and and Make these million dollar ideas come to fruition, you know what I'm saying? Like life is short, i uh, uh, death comes, and it't doesn't, it doesn't knock first. You know what I'm saying? And if you do get a courtesy knock, sometimes the, the 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 greeting with the knock isn't always accurate. You know what I'm saying? Like they gave my grandpa two weeks to live. he He lived six days after they said that. you know? I just recently dealt with a, a, not a direct death, but a kind of a distant death. And, you know, the man was only 29 years old. It was shocking. I'm only 24. Past, kind of randomly, it's just death is a, an awakening if you let it be. You know what I'm saying? It could either, it could push you into a hole you can't get out of, or you can, you can stand on the back of death and, and, and pull yourself out of that hole. And I feel like um, I'm at this point right now where it's like I kind of slip back into the hole, but then I grab something and I try to pull myself up. And that's, I feel like using my, my ideas, using, using my personality and using myself as a vessel for my dreams, which is what we're all supposed to do anyways, it, it just, it, it seems more valuable. I, I see my worth and I'm, I'm going after it now. And I'm I'm hoping that my words encourage everyone to go after it, what they want to go after. You know, I felt like I was too scared to do this right now. You know, I felt I felt like I wasn't ready or I wasn't good enough or I wasn't cool enough yet or my hair wasn't perfect. Well, let me take this wig off and show y'all like who I really am. Show y'all my heart, show y'all somebody who's genuine. Who, who means everything that they say. I don't, I don't say anything for nothing. Like, everything I say, I want it to have a, a meaning and power behind it. And if y'all let me, you know, I'm just trying to empower y'all. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a funny girl, you know what I'm saying? I love to joke around. I, I say my little comments here and there. And it, it's all fun and games when you're around me. It's usually a good time. But at the same time, like, I'm not going to tell you nothing wrong and i believe in right and i believe in wrong. You can't have right without wrong. You can't have heaven and not have hell. You know what i'm saying? And we could just talk about this little hell on earth we're living in <laughs> with each other every Wednesday. We can talk. You know what i'm saying? Y'all can call me. I'm gonna be on Facebook Live or Instagram Live when i do these things and like i just want us to get into it. You know what i'm saying? Let me be your therapist, you know, for the week, for this one day out the week. Every Wednesday, I'm here for you, you know? We could talk about anything, anything. You know, relationships and love, our mothers, our fathers, our children, our, a new recipe that you thought of, issues in the world, you know, big cases that are popping right now, you know, maybe the culture, maybe anything to do with music and and. Anything we could talk about anything under the sun as long as you bring it to me and I'll and I'll bring up subjects myself. So yes, welcome, 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 welcome to my No Wig Wednesdays. <laughs> so if you haven't heard, Bad Girls Club is coming back, and I. Back in my younger days, probably a few years ago, maybe two, three years ago, three or four maybe, I actually tried out for Bad Girls Club and, um, I actually made it past the first round, which is just like a paper, well, it's not a paper application, it's a virtual application where you kind of answer a lot of questions. It was like 50 questions that you have to answer, um. With the with the management company that is over Bad Girls Club, I think it's something with the B, Barham, whatever it is. I, I'm not sure. I don't want to even say a name without knowing it for sure. So I did that, and I actually made it to the next round, and it was like another set of questions, and then I had to send in a couple videos. Well, after that, I made it to the next round, where it was gonna be like a live interview. Well, at that point. I actually got scared. Because as y'all told y'all before, I am a control freak. And like, I couldn't really imagine what my life would be like after Bad Girls Club. And honestly, at that point in time, I didn't know what I wanted to do next with myself. Like, I knew I just wanted to be young, wild, and free at that moment. But I didn't know if I just wanted to tarnish my name forever by being on Bad Girls Club. Because you do get a bad rep with going on that show or going on any of the little reality TV shows. But what we can't deny is the opportunities that you could possibly get going on these shows and getting that type of exposure. And that is what interests me more than the actual interactions that I will probably have to have on the show. If you know me, like, if you really know me, you know, like, I will fight. (laughs) I will fight. Like, honestly, I used to love to fight. So it's like, eh, I get on Bad Girls Club. I'm blind to fight somebody the first day. You know, on Bad Girls Club, me and my cousin are messaging right now talking about this. And she like, you know, you know, they love to talk about people, children, when they find out you got children on that show. And baby, let anybody say something about monkey monks. It's gonna get crazy because I don't play that. Like, I'm not gonna let no person, place, or thing talk about my baby. First of all, my baby only two. So if you're talking about her, you're really bullying somebody that can't really stick up for themselves. So I'm gonna go hard behind mine. I'm gonna dive behind mine. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not gonna let nothing slide when it comes to my baby. Like, you're gonna have to catch these hands. Like, what's up? And, like, I'm not going to be with no talking it out. And I don't like that, like, on all these shows, they, like, don't like each other. But then they steadily be going to dinner with each other and doing stuff and going out the country and stuff. Like, I would not want to go out of the country with at least three or four women that I genuinely don't like. And out of the three or four women, one of them I just hate. No, I'm not going to do it. I ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it. And I see that that's like the trend on all these shows. They constantly put in women that don't really like each other together. And then if you do got a show where everybody get along, it's boring. You know what I'm saying? So it's really no it's no way to get on TV and not be confrontational. You got to entertain people. Like people don't want to just watch people be happy. It's rare that you find a show where everybody just kind of happy and, and going through life on the show, without no drama. Like you don't see that. Like even Black China's show. I like Black China. I like Black China, and honestly, her show was entertaining. But we gotta think like she really making, you know, baking bread off kind of putting her issues with her mom and her friends and her management team on the forefront. You know. And I just, I'm just thinking to myself, like, would I be okay putting all my issues on the television for everybody to see? Or, or put my, my worst trait being my anger, you know, letting that be tested constantly just to be on TV for a little bit of money. I don't know if I could do it. I don't think I personally can put myself in a situation where I could possibly go to jail on purpose. I don't like going to jail. I done been in jail before. And I can promise you, if I'm really mad, I'm I'm going to fight for real. Like, gonna, they're going to have to call the police. Because I'm one of them people, like, I really don't know how to calm down when I get mad like that. Like, I got to walk away from the situation. I have to physically leave so I don't do no damage to either a person or property. You know what I'm saying? Like, I pops off when I pop off. So, I don't know. Bad Girls Club is like, uh eh. I would rather be on Married to Medicine, but shoot, they fight on there, too. They argue and everything. They talk about each other, husbands and children and all that on there, too. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, being on television is really a double, double-edged double sword. Either you're going to tarnish your name because you went on that wretched TV show, or you're going to get on that wretched rap- TV show and tarnish... Your, your character by reacting to the people that they're purposely putting in your path to, give a react, to get a reaction out of you. You know what I'm saying? They, doing, they do that on purpose. They set up these scenes on purpose. They place these people here already before you get there on purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm not cool with y'all pissing me off on purpose. Because then I'm going to have to whoop some ass on purpose. You know what I'm saying? So I, I think I'm I think I'm a chill on that note. I, I ain't gonna give them that that that. I ain't gonna give the devil the satisfaction of getting another one. I, he ain't gonna get my soul for a little five grand, five six grand, maybe ten bands. That, I don't even know how much Bad Girls Club pay. I didn't get that far in the auditions, but from what I heard, my cousin said you get paid more if you stay the whole time. The ones that stay the whole time usually be instigators that just start all the issues. I'm I'm a issue ender, fixer, or or <laughs> or beat her up or period. So it's not gonna be no. I'm not gonna instigate nothing. Shoot. So I ain't gonna last on the show. So it ain't really no point in me going. Cause I will want my fullest check that I could possibly get. If I can't get my fullest check after I had to beat up a B on that show cause of y'all. And y'all going to only break me off a little bit of bread? Nah. Then I'm going to want to fight the producers. That's even worse. Because them the ones that's going to be calling the police. And yes, baby. <laughs> yes. They don't want it with a real one. So I, don't, I think I'm too real for that show. I'm too real for that one. But you know what? I really don't like the way they portray Houston women on TV. Like, I feel like they always get some random Houston broads on the TV that you just be like, why y'all put her on the TV? Is this a million women in Houston and y'all pick the, the lamest, weirdest, weakest ones to get on the TV? Like, I don't like that. Like, that's what makes me want to go on TV and show them what a real Houston woman is like. We are the city that bred Beyonce. Don't think it ain't, it ain't a handful of Beyonce's in the city. You know what I'm saying? There's plenty of talented, um, iconic women in the city that just haven't gotten the platform that they needed to to push themselves or boost themselves to that next level. And that's why I'm still having mixed feelings about it, because I feel like all I need is a platform and then I'm going to take off like a rocket. But is Bad Girls Club the platform that I want to use for my foundation to take off? No, it's not. And that's where we're at a deadlock. We're at an impasse. I can't do nothing about this situation. I'm not cool with going on Bad Girls Club, but I need exposure for my businesses. So what do I do? Let me know. Give me some suggestions. Give me some suggestions. And don't be telling me, oh, you can go on Bad Girls Club and not cut up because that's a lie. You know know what type of women they pick to be on that show. Somebody on that show going to aggravate me. Somebody on that show going to play with me. And I ain't going to play back. So, let's not... Don't give me that suggestion. Give me something else. (laughs) Give me something. Something. Something of substance. But That's definitely something I wanted to talk about today. Another subject for discussion is this case that's going on in Dallas. Um... My mother's from Dallas, so shout out Dallas. And my best friend lives in that area. Hey Hillary. <laughs> but um <clears throat> and my cousins live out there. Shout out to my Auntie Tara, Cinchesty, Soliric, and all of them. You know, Uncle Derek, RP, um, Auntie Debrand. But yeah, anyways, back to what we really talking about. Shout out to my family though, you know how they go. So The white lady cop, quote-unquote, walks into the wrong apartment. There's a black man in there. She shoots him dead. Weird. Um, Fast forward to the trial. I mean, they didn't George Zimmerman her and just let her off scotch-free. She ain't selling bags of Skittles with her autograph on it like George did, but... Let's just say a lot of people weren't too satisfied with her sentencing. I think she only got like 10 years. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's an issue for me, too, because it's like, dang, we couldn't even give her the age that he was. Because, I mean, that that would be my logic, you know. he, He built himself up for how many ever years that he was, maybe 23, 30, maybe. You know, why Why not give her 23, 30 years? Why give her 10 years? That's not a long time at all. Honestly, it's really not. 10 years can fly by, especially if you have children. That time flies when you have a kid. So it's like 10 years, although it's a big chunk of time, honestly, on good behavior, don't you only serve half your sentence? So honestly, she could get out within five years. By 2025, she could be out of jail. You know, in 2025, that young man will not be back on this earth. Just because she's free, you know, so that it, it it bothers me. But I'm not really into the judicial system like that. I'm a criminal myself. I don't like to talk to police, judges, or nothing like that. I likes to stay away from them. So <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't like to, you know, get too deep in these issues when I'm talking to people in positions of power. Do you understand? But as common folk, let me tell y'all, I'm not fucking with that at all. Excuse my French, I'm trying to stop cursing, but I don't, I don't I don't think, I just don't think that that was fair because I just feel like if someone was to murder my sisters, God forbid, sorry that I had to shout, hope I woke you up if you were sleeping, but if somebody did anything to my sisters, baby, I would want them dead most of all, but if I would do it the right way, if I was at a mature level within myself that I'm going that I was like, you know what? I'm going to let the judicial system deal with them. I'm going to let the judicial system do their justice, right? If I was in that mindset and that was on my heart that man the judge going to do what he need to do. You know what I'm saying? And then we get in that courtroom. And I'm listening to them sentence this murderer, and they only give them 10 years. I don't think that I would be very happy. You know what I'm saying? But then again, like, I'm, all, I'm going through this spiritual journey. Like I just said, I'm trying to stop cursing. I'm trying to cut a lot of bad habits that I have out of my life. And I, I'm thinking to myself, like, how would God feel? You know, how would God react to this? how 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 would God want me to react to that and in in doing that, it really made me think like you know how that family acted in that moment was beautiful. you know they hugged her, and it's like one life is already lost, so I guess maybe they were feeling from a god. God-fearing standpoint, why 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 end another life? You you know, why why fight death with death? And that's very deep and that is very that takes a lot of maturity to be at that level when you lose somebody that you love. You know what I'm saying? It it's honestly um inspiring. You know what I'm saying like at first, I was like, man, you know, I was kind of like a lot of black Twitter, you know, black Twitter was like, oh, they some coons. And, you know, they always, you know, feeling bad or or taking in the white murderers or the white man when they when the white man does something to us. Why are we so forgiven? But then, you know, in thinking all these thoughts and reading people's reactions, it just furthermore, you know, if i I'm a person that really does think black people are chosen, and not specifically just every black person on in this world, <laughs> but black Americans, you know, um sorry that I feel that way I'm, ju- I'm I'm I just feel like in a way, we've been the blacks that are here on this in this country, we deal with so much, and we've dealt with so much throughout our our generations, you know what I'm saying? They they take from us so much. They take from us. They take from us. We are the most popular people on the planet. Do you hear me? African-American people are the most popular people on the planet. Everything we do, everybody else want to do, or they want to know, or they want to watch. We are it. We are the chosen people we're chosen. It's just that simple. We are the ones that lead the pack. We are so powerful sometimes we don't even we don't even know it. We can't even fathom that we're that po- powerful when we're the ones that are oppressed. You know what I'm saying? Once we all break out of that We as a people are going to become untouchable. And that family giving us that example on the platform that they had at that time was beautiful. Honestly, in reflecting on it and really thinking about it, it's like they truly were filled with the grace of God. They were like, I could just feel it. You know, I I, I was, I promise you, I was just as angry as everybody else watching that trial, watching the brother hug her, watching the judge hug her. It upset me. It hurt me. And I felt like they're wrong. They're wrong. They're wrong. This is not justice, but this is God. That's what I see now. Like that is God. That is God showing us sometimes, sometimes we don't need to react how we feel. We know who God is. Maybe we should just do what we know he would do. We should do what he, we know that he would see fit. God would never want us to hate that woman. And honestly, if that woman really did that as a genuine, honest mistake, I can't even lie. I walk up to the wrong door at my apartment complex all the time. I really do. I walk up on the wrong balcony. The only reason that I be figuring it out is because I look up at the numbers on the door and I'm like, whoa, that is not my house. Let me walk down these stairs. You know what I'm saying? When you live in an apartment, every door looks the same. It's not until you get inside the house that it looks different. You know what I'm saying? And if you just walking in the house after you are getting out of work, if you anything like my boyfriend, you just immediately take off your shoes, your pants, and you march to the bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, just imagine you accidentally walk into a house. you taking off your shoes, doing your daily thing that you do when you walk in your house. And then you look up and you see somebody random. If you got that iron, you're going to slang it. You know what I'm saying? If these was two black people, would it be such an uproar? Why do we try to make the the white people feel so special? Not this, Like I said, period. I ain't adding nothing else to that. Why do we make them feel so special and so chosen and oh? She's special because she only got 10 years. Well, let me let y'all know, we don't know what's going to go down behind them prison walls when she get back there. First of all, she is a cop that killed a nigga. You know what I'm saying? That killed a black man. We don't know what's going to happen to her. We don't know what's going to happen to her. So just like that family said, you know, I don't hate her. I don't hate her either. I feel what the family feels at this point. Honestly, I truly feel like God is gonna get her in the end. If 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 the, if she's if God wants her to be God, she gonna get get. You know what I'm saying? Period. So that's something we don't even really got to worry about at all. But to take it a step further, for that witness to get murdered. That's where my spirit became disturbed again. Because why was that young man murdered? And you see, this is a perfect example as to why black people don't like to get on the stand and testify. Because of things like this. First of all, y'all, everybody knows that black people don't like no snitch. But for him to get on the stand for something that was justifiable... Because this was a, a moment in which justice needed to be served in some sh- way, shape, or form. To get on that stand for justice and to be slaughtered, you know. All I can ask is why. And that's kind of the question that God tells us all the time not to ask. Why? Like, you know, why is he? Why? 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 And then the 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 story that they're saying... Behind the murder. Oh, he was selling drugs. And he was selling drugs to men from Louisiana. And the men from Louisiana came and shot him. Because it was a drug deal going around. Like, I know how it go when you do things of that nature. And I just can't imagine. If the young man was the plug. I can't imagine these men pulling up on the plug, right? And the drug deal going wrong, and then they shooting and killing this man. And these men that they're accusing of doing this are black. They're niggas. But these niggas, quote, unquote, left the money and the drug. I'm sure most of my audience is going to be black. And if, if, if my mind is correct, most of y'all are going to come from a background similar to mine. That's why y'all went ahead and listened. So I want to ask y'all, my audience, if you robbed the plug, would you leave the drugs and the money behind? And I'm going to leave it at that. On that note, that's all I'm going to say. God gave us our brains for a reason. Now be logical, y'all. And that's all I'm going to say on it. It's really nothing else to be said. God rest that man's soul. I hope that man is, is sitting at a table talking to God about what happened. I hope he's asking the questions that he needs to ask God to understand what has happened to him. I hope God is telling him we had to sacrifice your vessel so we could reach the world, and I hope the world is letting this message sink in. We didn't even get our full justice, quote-unquote. You know, in a lot of people's opinions, and in my heart, deep down inside, I really wish that woman got more than 10 years. We are already feeling weary about the verdict, period. But then to take it a step further and... Give her 10 years and kill the star witness? But what? Why? You know? I just don't understand it and I honestly don't like it. It hurts my heart. So, hey, you know, hit me up. We could talk about it. Give me more details that I may have missed. Maybe you understand it from a different level than I. But at this point that that's that's my understanding of the situation. So let's dig into this culture, of course, you know me being from Houston, the hot tea on the street is Kylie and Travis have broken up, and then to ask insult to injury, Kylie keep on getting spotted at places that Tiger is known to be at, like the studio and she went to a club that he was at. And then, honestly, a few months ago, they was at the same club together. So I don't know what to think of that. And Lord knows, I don't know if Travis is the daddy of that baby, cause she ain't got a lick of color in her. And Travis got a little, co- it got a lot of color in him. You know what I'm saying? So it's very confusing with the child's complexion. Not to say that it ain't black children with very light skin who got dark daddies. There's plenty of those but I just thought she might have a one little drop in her Kylie and Tiger skin tones mixed together could produce a child with no little to no melatonin so yeah the jury's out on that verdict I don't know what's going on with that hopefully the truth comes out in this split and then on to the next um I see all these rapper lists are out. I guess they're jokes because none of them, none of them are right. I think the New York top rappers list, Cardi B was never would. That's, that's gaggable (laughs) just off the strip of that. Like if somebody thinks that the president says, press, 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 (laughs) press, If somebody thinks that person deserves to be, um, claiming the top title of New York rappers, then maybe I'm not into New York rap like that. <laughs> I'm, I'll be done with New York rap if she's the epitome of it, honestly. I love Nicki Minaj. You know, shout out to Queen Nicki. Love you, doll. But, um, well, Barb, sorry, let me get it correct. You never step wrong. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, shout out to Queen Nicki. You know, I'm ready for you to walk down the aisle with the baby in the belly You know what I'm saying? I'm waiting on that, Nick. I'm waiting. And Rihanna's new album is going to be reggae-inspired, so all us Jamaican gals can get with the of the now. It's going to be lit. I'm excited for that album. Hopefully, it'll have me dancing in my living room, naked with a glass of wine. That's the mood that I'm hoping Riri is able to give me, with my boyfriend rolling a blunt in the background. Like, Perfect scenery. Perfect scenery. But I really wanted to dig in to this Ari, g Herbo and Tanya mess, or Tanya, or whatever she wants to call herself. Don't really care. Um, But that's my little sister name. Shout out to Tania. Well, they spell it the same, but sis say it weird. Like, Tania, just Tania. Shout out to my little thug or whatever. Um, But... Yes, if if you didn't know, G. Herbal's birthday was the other day and Tanya got him a necklace with his grandmother in the necklace. Now that we give her a round of applause for. That was very sweet, genuine, sentimental gift. We love a thoughtful girlfriend. So shout out to those thoughtful girlfriends out there in the world. That was sweet. That was cute. You know, put a cherry on top of it and eat it up because it was perfect. That was a nice moment. He cried. We all cried. We love a king with emotion. But what we don't like is a man that breaks rules. Now, from my understanding, now, Ari and G. Herbo have been broken up for some months now. Probably for over a year at this point, to be honest. And um, I'm not going to say I'm just a fan of Ari, but I don't have a problem with her. I, I like what she's doing. I, I, me as a black woman, seeing another black woman get her businesses off the ground, out the mud, and make a name for herself. And she really ain't built her name off of G Herbo back. She just has that connection. She just has that link. But she does not use that man to get her to her next level. Honestly, in my opinion, I think she just might be making more than her baby daddy. You know what I'm saying? So it's like she makes me proud and she's inspiring, you know? And I feel like people, when it comes to Miss Ari, people like to pay attention to all the negative shit she does. And I just really think that that's a trend of the world to try to belittle or put down black women. And I'm sorry. I might be biased cuz I am a black woman, but I do feel like we get the short end of the stick on every spectrum like and I hate to see that. I hate to see the world attack a black woman for what I for what I feel is her own personal issues. And then on top of that like what I really resonate with is they're not having problems that we can't relate to. Like literally we're just watching some hood stuff go on on a very big platform. That's really all the the big difference between Ari and G Herbo and the regular regular baby mama and baby daddy with the hoe on the side in the hood. You know what I'm saying? Not to say there's a hoe on the side, not to keep calling Tanya no hoe, but hey, you know, whatever. I feel like me, I am a baby mama. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, eh, me and my baby daddy is together right now, but who's to say, you know, Somewhere along our life journey, we break up. And I can promise you, if we not in our relationships, it ain't no rules and no regulations. But it's going to be rules set up when it pertains to our interaction with our child that we share together. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to be just hunky-dory with my daughter being around just whomever. Not to say Tanya is whomever to G Herbo, but if my baby daddy and me break up and then somebody in my mind who I think is a thought pocket or a little a little ho on the street, he is now starting to claim this hottie-thottie and you know, doing all this stuff publicly with his little hottie-thottie. I wouldn't care about him and his hottie-thottie but if I told him and her, y'all are not allowed to bring Hadi Tati around my baby, Hadi Tati, you stay away from my baby. We've physically had that conversation. I'm not comfortable with Hadi Tati being around my baby. So if, so when you say that you don't want someone around your child, or you don't want no situationships around your child. If you if you going to marry the woman, okay, cool. Cool. This is obviously somebody you trying to lock in for life. But if this is something that could get hot and cold from month to month or every three or four months, every season change, y'all change, I wouldn't be comfortable with my child being around you and her. I wouldn't. And then if I know how toxic or how physical, because let us not forget that G Herbo came to Ari's House in like, Beat her up, dragged her, and took a child. Because everybody done forgot that. we. Were, I, don't, I didn't hear this much bashing when G Herbo did that to her. But lo and behold, let Ari say anything. in the whole Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, everybody's attacking her. I mean, all press is, all press is good press. But damn, nobody going to stick up for the woman? If I tell my baby daddy my one rule is don't have my child around no bitch, and then he bring my child around the bitch. You know, if he was smooth about it and nobody knew, this wouldn't have been an issue. But somehow or another, there's some type of footage out that proves that Tanya was around your son. And it just makes me think of myself. (laughs) Like, if this happened to me, if I tell my baby daddy, no to this one person and then randomly Taylor Simone Jacobs get footage that you specifically had that baby around the bitch I told you not to have that baby around. I can promise you what she did was light work compared to what I be wanting to do. You know what I'm saying? I want to fight. I would want to fight. I would be a raging bull. I would I would be crazy if I sat there and gave you one rule and you break it, like, nigga, you're not even my man. You don't even owe me no obligations, but your obligation to your son is not to break no rules between us that could jeopardize this whole shebangabang. On top of that, you don't even see the baby that much. You don't even get the baby that much. So if you're not getting the baby that much, but every time you get him, you just got to have the bitch around. I feel like then there's something wrong with your mental stability because you jeopardizing your possibilities of seeing your child because you can't leave that little piece of pussy alone for a couple of days. No, son. I don't agree with that. And I really don't agree with how everybody is trying to call that woman toxic. And what does her personal relationship with her nigga got to do with G Herbo breaking her rules of parenting, their co-parenting rules? Why? You know, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. And if he had the baby around the girl on the birthday, on his birthday, guess what? You're going to get cussed out on your birthday. Guess what? I'm going to cut up on your birthday. Because why are you breaking my rules? You know what? Give my child. You won't be seeing him no more. You won't be seeing him no more. And if that's messed up, then take it how it be. Because I think it's messed up that y'all think that it's cool for him just to disrespect her. You know what I'm saying? Like, Everybody should be standing up for this woman saying, hey, if a woman puts her foot down and say, hey, no randos, no, no temporaries around the baby. And then you go against the grain on purpose and then allow footage to be taken. You're disrespectful, period. That's all I'm going to say on that. That's, That's the relationship, culture, vulture, gossip what's hot on the street, what's, 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 what's popping on Twitter, what everybody talking about, is those three little relationships right now. So until next time, guys, I'll see you on No Week Wednesdays. Peace, love, and prosperity, guys.